Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm Reyna. I'm Okazue. And I'm Ajay. So today, we're going to be discussing a mantra that sticks with us and that we think applies a lot to our lives. So we were having a discussion and the quote that we selected was by John Kabat-Zinn. And he said, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. And I feel like this is a super important and applicable quote right now, because right now there are so many things going on in the world that were so unexpected. We've all been in our homes for eight months. And I mean, nobody really saw this coming. And all we can do is do our best to adapt. Okay, Zoe, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I definitely think that's a great point that the quote really concerns assimilating into your environment, no matter what challenges are presented to you and kind of how you take that and you change it into something much better that you can deal with, like surfing, for example, something that is seamless, something that is fun and something that's interesting and utilizes something that was bad and makes it good. Ajay, what do you think? And uh, I mean, at TKS, we also talk a lot about like how to just to develop as a person and become like the 10x version of yourself. And I think one way to do that is to gain adaptability, which is basically what this quote is talking about. Like when you're approached with a problem, you don't just sit down and good admit defeat. You got to power through it, kind of. And I think like there's a lot of skills you can build up to to work with that, which is like why we have these different mindsets. Like today was authenticity. Like this could be something you can use, like a very key thing you can use in the future when you're approached with some problems, and like those problems can be not being yourself or kind of getting burned out from trying to fit in with different groups of people and I think that's just one thing that we can take away from this and yeah like you guys were both saying that this is super important in a time like now because you can't foresee the future no one expected this to happen and that's why like if all these um, governments and everyone else is able to just look at this situation and be like okay this is what we're this is the cards that we're dealt with how can we do this so we can like succeed the most, whether it be financially or socially, or just make your, like have the best mental state. I think that's like one of the most important things you can do. I guess now we can talk about some like personal stuff if you want, like stories. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I know that one thing that I thought of when I was looking at this quote was, I remember when I was starting TKS, my director, Michael, he would always say, what are your intentions today? What's the intention behind that question? Like, what are your intentions? And at the beginning, I kind of said, well, I, di- I didn't know. I just usually do things because I do them. And if I say so, then everyone just takes my word for it. And that was the first time that someone had asked me, well, why? Why are you doing that? What's the point? What do you want to get out of it? And at first, I really didn't know what to say. But now I actively think about that. And it's definitely helped me be more intentional about what I do and understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Yeah, I definitely think that's a really good point that the quote not only talks about immersing yourself in in a bad environment and turning it into something good, but it also talks about your intentions behind doing things and how you handle, look at, and face problems. And I think that's a super important metric of our lives because we're always faced with a new issue that is coming to us. You know, there's always some thinking that breeds another problem that we need to solve. And if we can take that and we can we can surf with it, we can go with the flow and we don't get pushed around by the wave, we control the wave, but at the same time we control ourselves and we move with the wave, 
then we'll be able to yield even better results. I think that's something that I, when I heard this quote, the main thing that uh, I thought of just been hearing it a few, like the past few weeks is like that figure it out mentality. And because it's, it's like the same thing because you can't just sit there and throw your hands up in frustration and just give up. And you just kind of have to find a way to like ride this problem into a better scenario. Like for example, I think I'll just give an example to start off. Uh, I think a few weeks ago, I've been ha- I was having a lot of different tests and assignments from a bunch of different extracurriculars. And like when you have all of that and then on top of a bunch of extra stuff, like, it gets like that's it's a lot of time management that needs to happen. And eventually you'll get started getting overwhelmed by just the amount of stuff. And just because you're thinking, oh my God, I have this to do then, this to do then, how much is the time I block it? And then I uh, actually had a discussion with uh, Michael for a part of it, and he just said, like, time blocking, which is honestly really effective. Just sit down, like, just give yourself, like, 10, 20 minutes, just sit down and kind of, like, block off different points of the day for what you want to do, like, even if it's a week, a month. Just, like, say, all right, from this time to this time, I'm going to do this one. From this time to this time, I'm going to eat. From, like, this time to this time, I'm going to, like, try to get some exercise done. And I think that was just one example where I was given, like, a pretty difficult situation. Not, not, not really difficult, but it was just a kind of an inconvenient situation. And I was able to kind of adapt to what was happening and make it better for myself. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Michael for the awesome How to Hack School talk. I also went to that, and I really enjoyed it. That was a good good talk, yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing that I really took out of what you were saying was that you you have to do something. You can't just, like, sit there and be frustrated. And something that I'd like to connect that to is not only time management, but giving a worth of value to different things. So that's something that I'm not so good at. And so frequently, if something happens and I don't like it, I'll get really stuck on that thing. But something that I need to start doing is ask myself, how important is this going to be in a week? How important is this going to be in a month? Because there are some things that we're doing in TKS that could change our whole lives. And then there are other things going on in other aspects of my life that I think are a big deal, but they don't. They really don't matter. Mm-hmm. And it's important to, tr- to try and look at the big picture which is something that as an ESFP, I'm not so good at, but you need to kind of try to take a step back and see how important is this in the scheme of things. Yeah, Reina and Ajay, I think you really touched on something important, and that's being able to not gloss over problems, but confront your problems in a way that don't last a super long time with you, especially if they're not problems that are so impactful. Like being able to have something going on and then you realize, hey, it doesn't matter. You can just move ahead and you can continue to do something that's way more important and spend your time more efficiently. So it's not only the time blocking that goes into that, but it's also that ability to keep moving and keep thinking, keep iterating and keep going. Because I think that type of perpetual motion is what propels us as innovators, as thinkers, and as people who are just interested in solving problems. I definitely think that's important for everybody and that's a skill that everyone needs to have. Yeah, I actually have a story about this. Last year in a class, then one of my teachers decided to give us a pop quiz on something that we hadn't learned yet. And it was something that I didn't really know much about. And so when we got the quizzes back, then I got a five out of 10. And I was 
really, really upset about this. And I sort of let that define like my worth, which is something that grades should never do. But it was really upsetting to me because five out of 10 is a fail. And I felt like a failure. And that was really, really upsetting. But not only was it just 10 points, it was just a grade. And it's really, grades are a bad standard of your worth. And you should really, you should define your worth by the things that you do outside of school and by the things that you're learning rather than numbers that teachers give you to decide how well you're playing their games. Okay, so do you have to add? Yeah, I think that's really true. And I also have a similar instance, except I was like just really overwhelmed with like a bunch of extracurriculars, a lot of different projects, things that I was trying to do. And I think also one of the important things is to be able to cut the fluff out of your life, like things that aren't really necessary or things that you know you're not getting any value of. I think when you're able to kind of remove those or even just save them for later, that's a huge thing. And so what I did is that I, I really took a step back and looked at it and I was like, am I really passionate about every single thing that I'm doing? And if I felt like I wasn't, then I invested less time with that in that thing. And I think in doing so, it actually strengthened the things I was really interested in because it allowed me to spend more and more time on them. And I think by that, it really gave me a new mindset and a new means of thinking that was super beneficial. Yeah, and kind of bad, or like it just put her down and made her like question herself, self worth. I think everyone goes through these like uh, ups and like mental ups and downs of like their mental state. And if everyone goes through like I had it a few like for a few weeks. I'd be feeling kind of crap. So like I don't know, based on something like maybe a tryout or just like an application that didn't go my way or just a test that you kind of just blank out on. And then then for a few weeks or a few days, you're gonna feel kind of like pretty bad just about yourself and just get mad at everything but like you can't just let that slowly you have to kind of figure out a way around it so the next whether it be like studying or kind of finding a way to just de-stress like for me personally that would be music like I really like listening or playing music like I have through two guitars and like two pianos and so that's my main way to de-stress. And I was wondering if you guys had any like, de-stresses that can help you kind of turn things around. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool that you play the guitar and the piano. One thing that I definitely use to de-stress is sports. I, I more enjoy sports because when I'm like running around or doing something, it's a good distraction and it also gives you endorphins and I just feel happier, even if I only do it for like 10 minutes. I like to, my favorite sport is volleyball. So I'll just go outside and you feel the fresh air, pass around a volleyball for 10 minutes. And then when you come back to it, then the problems that felt so big before maybe don't feel as bad anymore. Or maybe you're just a little bit more relaxed and then you can take a better, more realistic approach at what you're trying to look at. And that's definitely a good use of time and it helps you figure out what you want to use your time on. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. I think having a de-stressor like per personally mine is just like talking to people being able to be a little more social and also sometimes just sitting down and reading I think that can really help just having that sense of enjoyment and taking your mind away from kind of everything that's bothering you I think is really important. Raina I'm just gonna go back to what you said about this it's funny because I was thinking about like I think the exact same thing earlier today I don't know what caused it 
but I, I, I usually play basketball, and so last year I was doing pretty well, and I was going to join like a, I was going to go on the rep team for this year. Then obviously that had to be canceled. And I was just thinking about how much like just playing a sport actually helps you because it take because when you're on there like for basketball it's like 48 minutes of just running and playing. Like for those 48 minutes, you're literally not focused on anything else besides winning. So it honestly takes away like every other thought in your mind. And that's why I find like just doing activities is the most therapeutic way to get over something, not like going on your phone or just sitting down and doing nothing because then your mind is constantly on all these problems. And that's, I think that's why it's good to just clear your head every once in a while because that's yeah. how you can help overcome problems. Absolutely. One thing that you said that really stuck out to me and brought memories in me was that you were going to go out for a team and then it was canceled because volleyball is a fall sport. And so I had been training all summer so that I could try and get on the high school team. And then it it was delayed. So now we're not going to be playing volleyball until February and there's snow on the ground outside of my house right now, but I'm just trying to do my best and try to keep at it so that I keep those skills because I feel like that's a really good use of my time. And, over the quarantine, one of the things that I decided was, you know what, I want to be stronger in my core. And so I started working on that multiple times a week. And I've, I've been doing it weekly since April. And now I feel like I'm, I'm so much stronger and I'm in so much better condition. Because even though I don't get to be on the volleyball team, I've had more time. And I've been able to put that into things that I didn't get to do before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exercise is definitely like something that I don't know what pe- people see it as like something to not look forward to, but it's honestly really helpful because it helps you feel better just about yourself mm-hmm. and self confidence is like super important. Yeah, whether like for anything. So, I think we've identified now kind of a, a common theme, which is perseverance and being able to push through things that are difficult or bothersome or even just annoying. I think that perseverance in its spectrum of expressions within our lives i think just the the key paradigm itself is extremely important to how we make interactions and also just how we think overall what do you guys think i think is that's a really good point and coming back to i just wanted to mention that john kabat-zinn the guy who said this quote because you were kind of talking about how you can have um, perseverance and you can get through things and kind of in different ways. And one thing that I noted about him is that he was a medical professor, but he was also really into meditation and de-stressing. And so I just want to stress, because usually people, when you think about like medicine or medical, you think of like a doctor or a surgeon. And then when people think about meditation, they're like, oh, that's like, it's made up, it's, it's like flowy. And I just, I think it's really cool that he could kind of have the best of both worlds. And so not only was he a professor who was teaching about medicine, but also they kind of go hand in hand. Even if people think of them separately, they, they go together. And the most, the people who are doing super important things like surgery, they have to be very calm. So those definitely tie together. Hmm. That's a that's a really interesting point, being able to bring in his background and then correlate that to his quote. I think that was 
that was really that was really smart. What do you think, Ajay? Yeah, because I think we touched on mental health a fair amount like these past few minutes, and so I think this is a good way to tie everything together from what the original quote was, which is overcome like adapting to your environment or seeing problems as something to learn from rather than something that brings you down, and also at the end of the day, um, we're fixing and helping your mental health. I think like, this quote is a good way to tie that all together. And I think we've touched on a fair amount now. Mm -hmm. so, so overall, kind of to, to sum up the quote, I would say that it was really, it was really insightful. And the quote about kind of taking the tide and riding on it as a wave, I would say overall, it's really just telling us that we need to be able to look at problems as something that can actually benefit us in the long run and help to grow us. And in having that mindset, we can completely change the negativity of the problem into the positivity of a solution. And I think that's something that's really important. What do you guys think, kind of just to sum it all up, as an overall statement, what do you think he was trying to say there? Saying that, you know, you can't always control what's going to happen. At the beginning, we were kind of talking about the quarantine and how nobody could have predicted this, but we kind of just have to go with it and see what comes out of it. And we all have different strategies, whether it was basketball or volleyball, reading, playing an instrument that can sort of help us surf and help us feel calm as we go through all of it. And kind of just try to make the best of every situation and have a positive attitude when you're coming at things that maybe aren't so positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. Ajay? Don't have that much to add in anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you guys touched on most of this. I think we can probably end the podcast here. Yeah. It was nice talking to you guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you too. All for listening to our podcast. Once again, this is OK's Way. I'm Raina. And I'm Ajay. And we thank you so much for listening to our podcast, and we hope you gained some really good insights about this quote. And Raina's going to end it off just by saying the quote again. Okay, so today the quote that we were discussing by John Kabat-Zinn was, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Always remember that. Thank you. This is Raina Okazle and Ajay signing off. Goodbye.